Somebody date us cause we're getting really lonely Is it our personalities where we just had the holy? You swipe left then I swipe right Sitting on my couch at night Hoping that I get a match only to be ghosted fast When you're the only one still single Hey baby, can I get your number? Um, no So you write this stupid jingle To say somebody please date us Carly, okay? Am I okay? Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm gonna speak louder this time. That's awesome, and we're recording. Oh, okay. Well, Lottie freaking does. <laughs> um, oh, oh, I'm doing the intro this week, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Somebody Date Us. Um, you've made it this far. Episode, what is this? Nine, we've eight, lost seven, count. six. We've six, honestly we've done so many. You know we what? Know. We're under 10, but we're above five. Oh my God, it's like my dad's age all over again. Um, guys, welcome. We are so excited to have you here this week. I'm Carly. I'm Asa. I'm Lauren. And we have a very special guest, uh, Charlotte. Say hello. Hi, everyone. We're so excited to have Charlotte. She is our first official guest on Somebody Date Us. And let me tell you, you're in for a treat. This girl has more stories um, about <laughs> online dating and the horrors of online dating than I've seen on Tinder Nightmares or Bumble <laughs> Nightmares. So I'm so excited to dive in deep. All right, guys. So same question, uh, different episode of Somebody Date Us. Um, why are we single this week? Lauren, I'm going to start with you. Okay, <laughs> can I cheat on this question this week? Because I would like to tell a story about not so much why I'm single, but you know when you have those moments that you go like, fuck, I am so single. Because <laughs> I had one this past week, and I was at the dentist. And so do you guys know like those like, weighted blankets you can get? That are supposed oh, yeah. to help with like anxiety and like yeah. calm you down and basically feel like someone's hugging you without someone actually touching you. Um, so I'm at the dentist and I had to get like routine x-rays done and you know what they put that like heavy bib thing on you to like protect your insides from like radiation or something I don't actually know what it's for mm-hmm. and, and like so they, the girl puts it on me and she kind of like gets distracted and like it's on me for a while and she's like oh so sorry I meant to take this off of you and I'm like oh like, actually, it feels really great on. Like, it Aww. felt like a weighted blanket. And I'm like, I've gotten to this point in my love life that a fucking x-ray bib feels great on my body. The comfort. Like, <laughs> the comfort of someone. Like, you can compare it to someone hugging me at the dentist in the dentist chair. So, I mean, I'm just single. Like, <laughs> Girl, you're single AF. Holy crap. Uh, okay, I am single this week. So, I've actually been going on dates which is not like a new thing, but I took a really long break. So I've been actively agreeing to go on dates with these guys. And this one happened a couple weeks ago. And this guy and I started talking um, on Tinder later in the afternoon. And then we ended up agreeing to meet later that night. And so it's just like very fast, very furious. And, you know, I met up with him. We're having some drinks. He was so much cuter in real life. We were really hitting it off. Um, and then, you know, we part took in a little bit of the herb and oh my god guys we were elevated beyond like i can't even i can't even tell you and i'm like i had this great idea like let's go back to my place it's so close but i was so tired and i even told him like listen man i'm gonna probably pass out hint hint you should leave but he didn't so i'm like cool i'm gonna go to my room bye (laughs) and i even told him and i was like we're like walking and like just so you know i'm not having sex tonight (laughs) full disclosure anyway uh so he, he's like laying in my bed and I like grab pajamas from my closet. Making and I, all the hints. Yeah. And then I go into my bed 
and I fucking change in front of him under the covers. <laughs> like, who the fuck does that? Guys. So he, ladylike. Oh my god. And he never messaged me back after that. And I'm like, fair, who does that? That is so weird. He should have so left. Yeah, he should have just left. He should have left. And he should have been like, last night was weird. I don't think we hit it off. But like, radio silence. So I already felt like shitty enough. Like, whatever. And it's one of those things that I reflected on. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, I am so disturbed. Like, I'm going to be single for the rest of my freaking life. Anyway, that's why I'm fucking single. Asal. Um, <laughs> fair. Um, so I am single this week. So I went on a date with this guy, and it was, like, our first date. And it, was like, went really well. Um, I was like, at the end of it, I was like, you know what? Like, I could totally, like, I would go on a date with this guy again. I can see myself, you know, dating him, seeing him again. And, um... I don't hear from him like the next day and I'm like oh okay like what's going on here and like days go by and I'm like okay well I'm not gonna say anything either because like maybe he wasn't feeling it and then just yesterday he sends me a direct message on Instagram and he's like um have you gotten my text from six days ago (laughs) and I'm like no like I haven't and then he's like oh well like I texted you like I asked you if you wanted to go on a second date and you didn't reply back and I was like oh well like no totally like I totally go on a second date but like yeah I never got his messages and then like he started to whatsapp me because whatsapp was working what color bubbles like, does he have green <laughs> yeah I know and that was why Come but anyway, on, guys. I wasn't getting his text messages Sorry, Mike. it was weird I don't know like if his phone was broken or my phone was broken I don't know but yeah so anyway there's a second date planned well, that's good. I mean, mm-hmm. good on him for following up because, like, most guys be like, well, I guess she's not interested. Like, see ya. Yeah. But I'm I'm going to – I'm on the other side of the fence. Like, what if he was – like, that sounds like like maybe a fuckboy move. Maybe. You know what I mean? So, like, he's not messaging you through, like, the regular channels. And then – so he leaves you to think, like, oh, my God, this guy is, like, ghosting me. He's not going to message me back. He's not interested. Then all of a sudden he slips into your DMs. That, that could be a total move. Yeah, Just saying. I could see that. You know? We'll see. I'll or back. He's I'll a bro- yeah. Or he's a broke ass, and because he has green bubbles, he might be. And okay, this is, this <laughs> is coming true. His Wi Fi's yeah. not working. He's, he's on his iPod <laughs> That's the thing. Like, messaging his, he you. He probably did pay his cell phone bill. So, yeah, he's on his iPad. No, he's on I, his Acer I, tablet. He's yes. on his fucking Acer tablet. <laughs> Parents. Also, oh. can I just say this is coming from the girl who's like just cried about like dropping two dollars and fifty cents worth of sandwich on the ground because I don't know when I'm gonna eat again. So, <laughs> so if we we're looking for sponsors, <laughs> to oh my god, early. oh my god, good food, hello fresh Casper mattresses, Audible, we're here for you. Yes. <laughs> okay, so we have a ton we want to cover in this episode because we have. Charlotte in the room. Woo! Woo! <laughs> um, so I met Charlotte through our mutual friend Katie only a few months ago, really. We were at a 90s party and she looked a lot different than she does right now. <laughs> okay, did I look better or did I look worse? I mean, I mean, I think you look way better now. Well, thank you. But I was like afraid the second time I met you that I wouldn't recognize you. I mean, you were dressed like a Spice Girl. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you were wearing a wig as well. So, um, anyways. Obviously, we instantly connected over the fact that we are both single, and you had so many great dating stories. Mm-hmm. And so, when we were looking for our first guests for our podcast, 
feel like you should get like a medal or something. Your first guest. Yes. Um, We knew that we had to reach out to you, obviously. So, welcome. Well, thank you, ladies. And like, do you want to maybe introduce yourself? Tell us a bit about yourself, your dating history. (sighs) Where do I begin? So, I must say I was inspired. So, a couple years ago, I was inspired to do this because... um, a lot of people, I, I worked at a consulting firm and we were always on the road. So we would be traveling. We were in different, we were in a different city on Friday. They were like, Hey, on Monday, you have to be in Chicago or in the glorious like city of Brampton. Like, <laughs> anywhere. So it was really, really tough to date because you'd meet someone, they were awesome. And you're like, actually, I'm never coming back. Hmm. And I remember I met this guy and his name was Oscar for all intents and purposes oh. in case he's listening. It's not his real name, but his pseudo name. <laughs> and I remember once we were working late and he pulled up this Excel I'm like, what's that? And it had hundreds of lines, like hundreds. And he's like, oh, it's my dating log. Like, what? And he's like, he had two tabs. He had dating logs. So every single person he had been on a date with, he had categorized them. And he didn't just have like name, what they did, whatever. Wow. It was like he had intimate details. Like if he had slept with them, he was like, size of nipples. Like, were they good? He had rated them. Major like, OCD. Like, like, do I know anyone? And then he was like, well, typically if I date someone between five, six and five, seven and a half, and they have these features, it's likely we're not going to go on like a second or third date. And I'm like, you're nuts. And now keep in mind, we work in data analytics, like uh-huh. high tech stuff. And this was like back 10 years ago. And I just remember being petrified, but also sickly curious. Yeah. Like, what if, like, is this what men do? And maybe he's just like <laughs> written it down, but maybe people do this in their head. And so fast forward many years of dating, um, this past year is like, you know, I, when you're like over 30 and you're like an elder millennial, when people ask like, why are you single? It's not like a cute little like question. It's like, you're diseased and sick and like you're sitting at the kid table and you don't have 2.5 children and like what's wrong with you so I'm like I'm gonna take matters into my own hands so I thought about Oscar's spreadsheet and I'm like I'm gonna be a man and I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do it right I'm gonna go on as many dates as possible and I was about to turn 35 and I said to all my married friends who are all fascinated by single people it's Mm -hmm. like we're under a microscope yeah (laughs) and like I'm gonna do 35 dates before 35 now keep in mind I my birthday's in the fall so this was like August and all the guys were like you're never gonna be able to keep up and all the women are like fascinated like taking bets and stuff so I pulled out like I made a spreadsheet to keep track (laughs) and friends would like check in because I would triple share dates shared spreadsheet and I would like write features in the people would like comment and they would like be like so you went on like this date with like the crazy artist or you went on this and so for me it was like I read a match study and they were like the average man dates six to seven people in rotation at the same time and they define date as like sleeping with that person and I was like oh my gosh this is my competition this is what I have to keep up with so I just found it was because like like before I'd go on a date with someone and like we'd sit there staring at each other and the conversation was amazing and three glasses of wine and I'd be like I could picture like a fence and we were going to go to sport games together. We're going to be the couple. <laughs> yeah, a future. Right? And I'm like, I'm being a psycho, but I just let myself be a psycho. And I would like listen to them or not listen to them. And then it would fizzle. And I'm like, maybe if I was not preoccupied with one person, but split my attention, I would be more desirable because I wouldn't be as engaged. Yes. And I'm telling I you, a, I believe it that. completely worked. Ooh. Yeah. Guys. I believe that. I literally wow. told my other friends who are like, oh, I'm single, I'm sad, I'm sitting at home and I'm going to eat ice cream. And I'm like, no, you got to go out and date as many people and not give them attention. Because what would happen is you would go up with one guy. We like, we hit it off or not, whatever. But I'd be excited about three, four other dates that week. So they would message and I wouldn't respond and they'd message mm-hmm. more. And I'm like, maybe if I was only messaging them. You're dating like a guy. 
it was awesome. Mm -hmm. And I met so many different types of people and met some crazy people and met some awesome people. And it was just a very like good experience and good case study. So I recommend I it. That. Date as many people as you can. So now that you've turned 35, are you still dating? Yes. Maybe not like at that but you speed. Know what? <laughs> yes. But you know what? Dating changes. You get to a certain age where like before it was like, oh, we're all out of school and we're all discovering the world. And like, let's go and get an ice cream cone from McDonald's and walk around the city and like talk and like philosophize and like spit all this shit that we learned in undergrad. Yeah. It's not like that anymore. Now it's like, well, what do you do for work? How much Mm -hmm. money do you make? Are you divorced? Do you have kids? Are you crazy? Do you have baggage? How much baggage do you have? And then it's like a competition over like, where are you at and what stage of life are you in? It's kind of like an interview. Yeah. And you feel like you're in a game. Wow. It's crazy. And so then you're going out and you're like, Okay, I don't want to be like, I need a baby. I need to settle down. I need a house. You're yeah, like, yeah. Trying to play it cool. Like, I don't really need you. Mm-hmm. I'm independent. Yeah. Secretly, I really want you. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Another wedding alone. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Right? So I think for me, it was always like, I know people where I believe in that you can have that fairy tale. You can meet someone and in an instant, your life has changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But along the way, I'm like, you meet some really interesting kind of screwed up people. Yeah. And it's secretly, yes. it's like, it just gives me like content. For, like, yeah. my own thoughts and, like, stuff. I yeah. In our case, it gives us content for our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I have a question. So, you actually discuss each other's... You've been on dates where you discuss your salaries? People will ask. That's crazy to like, me. Yes. And so, I think... Wow. So, I think it's interesting because, not right away, but you get into conversations where people are, like, trying to assess how much money you're making. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. You, you don't even realize it's happening. And I think we all do it because we're trying to assess, can this person take care of me or can we go out and enjoy the same things and not feel like I'm yeah, taking yeah. advantage of that person? So like in my case, I'm like, obviously I'm 35. I'm not in school. I have a professional job, like a certain lifestyle mm-hmm. and it's not excess, but like guys, they're artists are like, so you work like an adult job. And yeah. Like, a real job. Like, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I do. Like, Oh, you're not available all the time. Yeah. Like, what do you do? We get into this whole like back and forth. And okay. that's why I have a rule now on the first couple of dates. We don't talk about work mm-hmm. because then it becomes that. this comparison. And mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know if you guys have had different experiences, but, like, I feel yeah. like typically if you're strong, you're assertive. Like, I'm taller. If I come into a date and I'm like, look at me, men just are like, oh, my well, God, and they run um, away. I have totally gone on dates where, I mean, it's obvious that, like, we probably have nothing else in common. So our, like, thing in common is our careers. And, like, I work in marketing. There's like, a ton of people that, like, either think they know a lot about marketing or they, like, somewhat work in something related to marketing. I've totally gone on dates where I feel like I'm in like a business meeting yes. and I leave and I'm like, I don't even feel like I went home from work because all we did was talked about like our jobs. Like yeah. to me, I'm like, I don't like, this Which is like, is I don't want to date someone where this no. is all we talk about. Like, I don't care if we talk about it at all. Yeah. And I think, um, I probably not speaking just for myself, but you know, when you're talking to somebody for the very first time and there, the question comes up almost immediately, what do you do? Mm-hmm. And I always try and like throw a curveball, and I'm just like, like, oh, you know, I hang out with my friends a lot. Like, I do this, I do that, and then I just, cause what do you do? Like, that that's what I do. You right. know, like I'm not gonna go into details what I do for a living. You know, because <clears throat> what if I was like, you know, a janitor or like <laughs> a VP at a bank or something? I mean. Who the heck? Like, I understand. Like, it does matter down the line. It really does. But you're just getting to know that person. Right. Give it some time. But it it honestly always comes up. And actually, it is with older guys. As soon as I, like, increased my um, dating age into, like, I think it was, like, 36 or 37. What am I doing? Um, Then I started getting those questions. And it was just, it was very much, hi, how are you? What do you do? What do you like to do for fun? Do you drink? 
do you smoke? And it was, it was kind of like an interview, so yeah. I'm starting to see it now. And, that, and that's where I find it's interesting because you you kind of get a sense. I really believe this. Like in anything, like if you're friends with someone or whatever, you go on these dates, and I know within five minutes. Like I've dated. Oh yeah. Literally, I started keeping a list, mm-hmm. and I've asked all my friends who've heard my dating stories. They're like, you must have gone out literally since you've been actually single, looking for a relationship over a hundred people mm-hmm. like and they're like what about this person like oh right I forgot about poor Max you know in in Atlanta <laughs> what's happening with him and then I'll look them up like a psycho on Facebook no, like, yeah. oh, he's married with four that. children yeah you know um but like with that with one of the guys I remember going out with and isn't actually his name is Max and it's funny <laughs> because like he and I are still friends so it's fine if he hears this yeah. he'll be like elated that he was like <laughs> he's mentioned. <famous> now. <laughs> but we went on a date and he works he's an investment banker very successful but came out super dressed up, and I literally told him, coming from the gym, I'm in, like, something casual, like, I don't look like a bum, but, like, whatever. We yeah. went to drink one, one, 150. He goes in and, like, throws a 20 at, like, the hostess, and he's like, seat is the finest table. Oh. We walked in, guys. The seat is, like, there's no one there. I look around, and I'm like, did you rent the place yet? He's like, oh, no, I just want to make sure we get treated well. And I'm, like, mortified. I'm like, oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> So we sit down, he like flashed out his Rolex and he's like, Ugh. he's like, do you, and he's like, look at my watch. Okay. And I'm like, literally, I'm like, is that a swatch? <laughs> right. And he's going on. He's like, I know this yeah, person, like, I know that person. Yeah. And he's like, you know, babe, I'm like, babe. Okay. And like, babe, wow, that's pretty intimate. First date, like five minutes in, he's like, I have a house here and this is my net worth and all this shit. And so I just think that I already said, like, this is never going to happen. You're never going to sleep with me. And I just sat there. I'm like, interesting. Tell me more. Like, what is your net worth of your investments? And like, just ask the most stupid questions. um, So you get a sense. He must have a really small shawarma. I have a very small shawarma. Or my friends say, we always send, like, that we do. Okay, so we have this funny thing. Oh my gosh, okay, I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> so back, I used to work at Metro or Dominion 4K Metro as a cashier and mm-hmm. I made $5.50 an hour. And I remember we'd be so bored at night and we had this, the potato game, okay? So if you guys have ever heard of this, because <laughs> we always had our boss, Mr. Chow, that would walk by and be like, stop talking about dirty things. You guys are in high school. And we'd always like talk about our dates. And Saturday morning at 7.30 in the morning, all the girls would get together and be like, how was your date? How was your date? We couldn't actually talk about their things because customers. So we said, how many potatoes? So like, imagine if you took their thing and measured it in the potato length. I'm like, <laughs> totally the my friends, like, I went out with this guy who's four potatoes long. I'm like, oh my God. What? <laughs> okay. So we still have this joke I on Instagram, it. and we'll, like, How use emojis, and we'll be, like, putting the number of potatoes. <laughs> and we're like, oh, we can't go with, like, was, was he a mini potato guy or, like, a baking potato guy? Yeah. That's, like, a sweet different. potato. Was he a rustic? A, go- a golden one. <laughs> I, I love, love that. We might have need to do it all that. You know, I think you got to so. keep it, you know, whatever's yeah. children around. Yeah. We're like, oh, it's four potatoes in aisle eight. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it through the sack. <laughs> hey. Oh, God, Mike. So good. I love that. So do you, do you have, like, a dating app that you prefer to use now? Or are you on the mall? Or are you so on any? Are you on websites? A secret. Yes. So there's a couple of test apps. I work in, like, artificial intelligence and stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple of test apps, like, similar. Remember Hootsuite came out when they did all the aggregation of, like, the Twitter feeds? Mm-hmm. So they have some of them where you can, like, manage all your dating apps from one app. Oh, my yeah. God. So they're testing it. And so Brilliant I literally, idea. some of my friends that are married, I guess, are very bored. When you're married, I don't know what happens, but they manage some of my apps. Because <laughs> it's like a job. I don't have time to sit there and yeah. check everything. And then I start seeing the same people on all of them. So I used to pay for, like, match and that because they're, like, it's scientifically proven. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like... So many commercials. No one messages me back. And I'm, like, I would change my profile and I would put effort into it. And I'd see the same people on the free apps. So I'm, like, forget it. So Bumble I find I really like 
people give Tinder a bad name sometimes, mm-hmm. but I'm like, no, I don't want to have to work to message guys all the time and then wait for them to respond. Mm-hmm. What the hell is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would message nice. you if you're yeah. interested. You, you, like, message me back and put an effort for a good message. If it sucks, you're getting, like, deleted. Yeah. Um, I tried Coffee and Bagel, which was, like, the precursor to Hinge. Yeah. That was really interesting, and they're Canadian, so I wanted mm-hmm. to support them, but then their app kept freezing, and I just deleted them. Yeah, and I don't like how you have to, like, earn coffee no. beans. I think we talked about it a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. on our second episode. Yeah. So, like, Bumble, I find, I think it has the most critical mass, mm-hmm. and I, they have an advanced filter section now, which mm-hmm. I just yes! discovered. So it's can, new. Yes, it's and so I can curate all the tall people. Okay, <laughs> that's guys are short no, guys no. But, like, I'm tall yeah. and five, and I like to wear heels. And a lot of the shorter guys I go out with are like, oh, we thought you'd be, like, smaller. And I'm like, well, I thought you'd be bigger. Yeah. So I was, Sal and I were talking about this over the weekend, is that, uh, so I've started to do that as well, which is part of the reason I love Hinge. Because I feel like on Bubble, there's still a lot of people that haven't filled that out yet. So I feel like when you're, like, filtering it by height, you're also losing all the people that haven't even put in their height. Yes. Um, But we were talking about how I have my Hinge set to, like, six foot plus. But, like, I went on a date with someone that was six foot last week, and I was like, they seemed really short. And, Sal, you were like, yeah, I've realized that six feet really isn't that tall. No, it's like, really not that tall. Like, <laughs> like I know. That's why, like, when I went on Bumble in, like, um, in, in the Netherlands, it was really interesting how people filled their profiles like a bit differently in different countries. So I've tested this out as I travel a lot for work. Ooh. There, people are, like articulate about like here's my height here's what I want they're like it's called Dutch proper they're very to the I point love that. they don't like no one would have a profile there's just some random like photos from their car when you get a chin and you're like it, you know you're their group shots you're like who is it mm-hmm. in your soccer team there's 10 pictures <laughs> um they put everything down and they're very to the point they're like here's about how much money I make here's how tall I am here's what I want and you're like informed okay. oh my goodness we need to move there you know? and everyone there is like a viking it's kind of yeah. awesome oh, if yeah, you're all tall guys. You're like, no, okay. I've been before. I love the Netherlands. Yeah, and when I went, I didn't feel like a tourist because everyone had, like, light eyes and were tall. I'm like, I blend in here. I like it. <laughs> one of one of my friends actually moved there to do her master's, and she never came back. Yeah. Hi, yeah. Lisa, if you're listening. <laughs> Did she meet a man? Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't think she's seeing anyone right now. We should reach out to her. We should get her, uh, like, how's it going? And Yeah. yeah. Also, really like, the crime rate is so low, they have to, like, shut down a prison, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> so you know you're not going to date a psycho. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is, like, there's a lot a of plus. win-wins yeah. there. But, like, like, don't you guys have rules when you're swiping? Like, I have rules where I'm, like, if you don't have a write-up, if you just mm-hmm. write, like, a word or you have your tongue sticking out, I'm, like, left. No. Yeah. yeah. You know, and when you're a 37 year old man sticking out your tongue, it's kind of, I'm like worried for you. What if they don't like, have a bio? Like, would you no, swipe left? No, done. Because yeah. I'm like, you're not serious. You can't even take the time to mm-hmm. write a couple lines. Yeah. No. One picture. No. Guys, I've never it's had a, a bio on my Bumble. I've had Bumble what? for three years. I don't have a bio. People can think that you're a bot. That's the thing. You can tell when there's fake profiles out there because they usually have like one or two words. They have a bunch of weird That's pictures. My Instagram's connected, though. Yeah. So there's like, bots. There's bots. Yeah. So there's bots out there. Uh, and so there's this whole conspiracy theory out there um, where it's more for to attract men, but they have fake female profiles. So guys are incented to go through and swipe and see more attractive girls come up. So they're like, oh, okay, there's a greater uh, chance to meet her as a way to market you, to like get you, to draw it, you to the app, to engage you. Okay, question. What? That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I never knew that, but it makes sense. Technology. But also, <laughs> when are we going to have this, like, app that's in testing that we can manage everything Yeah, it's in testing. Place? So they, so one of the people asked me if I test it, and I was like, sure. So they're going through, and my whole thing is, I think that's an important feature, because it allows you to 
go across multiple apps, but, mm-hmm. like, what about keeping people safe? Because there's, like, sometimes, like, to your point about bots and that, yeah. I can tell, I can pick out the fake profiles. Mm-hmm. Because the guy is so good-looking, they're, it's so posed, mm-hmm. they have, you can tell when a profile's fake. Like, some of my male friends, they're like, oh, I went out, and she was a prostitute. I'm like, how did you not know? And they're like, well, her profile looked normal. Okay, guys, it was, like, a liquid dress <laughs> <laughs> with those metal clips. You remember Stitches and Sirens? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, stitches. When you used to go clubbing and sneak out when you were, like, you know, 14 or 15. Yeah. Um, not that I ever did that, Mom and Dad, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you can tell when profiles are fake. Also, like, when a guy has, like, one photo, no, it's bot. fake. It's yeah. usually a bot. Yeah. Or they're married, and it's a fake photo, and they're testing it out to see what else is out there. Because mm. think about the critical number of people on these apps. Mm-hmm. If you're cheating... How dumb are you to put your profile in there when chances are your partner's friends are going to see you? Yeah. And I've oh, seen yeah. where I've gone I've on. heard I've stories my, like this. I've seen friends of mine, their husbands, or they're going through a rough patch, Jeez. and I've screenshot it, and they're like, oh, we totally knew. We're just experimenting. I'm like, no, you're not. Um, so I've had two of my girlfriends um, who's, like, one of them, their boyfriend was on Bumble, and the other one, her husband, was on Bumble. So it was like, it was kind of like an awkward conversation to have, to tell somebody that, like, you know, I saw so-and-so on here. Um, so how was it, well, your experience letting your friends know? They got really mad. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of us, because a lot of us were single at the time, this is two years ago, and um, the couple, they ended up splitting up, and now they're both remarried to other people and whatever, but um, we all saw it, and we messaged her, and we're like, we thought we were doing a good citizen. She got really mad. She's like, you're trying to break us up, and we're like... No, we're just showing you, like, this guy's a dirtbag. Like, he had yeah. just crazy. And she's like, no, we just did it for fun and shits and giggles. We were on vacation. I'm like, okay, that's, like, BS. But yeah, you know people are going to try to get If you're like, going to go on an app and cheat, go on an app that no one goes on, like, coffee and bagels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Go and cheat on one of the ones that is a low usage. Uh, yeah. And that's it, how I know if all my ex-boyfriends are, like, single again because I see them again on the dating apps. Yeah. <laughs> full circle yeah it's also probably really hard though to have one of your friends be like listen i saw your husband on this dating app because your initial feelings are going to be embarrassment and you're going to try and deflect so yeah you are going to get really angry um have you guys like reconciled at all uh so she was somebody who's not a close 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 friend Mm -hmm. like we like we see her once in a while but it was one of those things and i would always think like you know you know, like open up the conversation, like, if you saw, like, forget husband, like, say mm-hmm. boyfriend, say, yeah. like, you're meeting mm-hmm. someone, and you've been on 10 dates, and you're so excited, mm-hmm. you're like, this is great, and then what if they match, and someone in your extended friend circle is dating them, like, do you tell the person? Because I've had that with Katie, where we ch- check each other's lists, we're like, oh, yeah, we live yeah. in the same neighborhood, like, we probably are getting matched with the same people, and it's happened, and I'm like, is this the guy that you dated that ghosted you, and we've matched? She's like, yeah, and I'm like, delete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should do that, guys. I know we have, like, very different, like, tastes in men. I know, but, but there's probably some people. We should like... totally. We have never done that. We've you never... should cross-check your list. Yeah. That's really smart. We that should. would be. Okay. There should be an app that also lets you do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> like, connect friends, and then, the like, it you shows everyone's like, matches. Or, like, what if you want a great date yeah. with someone? And I think Tinder allows you to send your friend a profile where you're like, mm, Yeah, Carly was sending them <laughs> right? this week. Like, I, girls. I send them profiles. I haven't in a while, but for a while, I was like, what do you think of this guy? Or horrific profiles. I'm like, this is dating hall of shame material. Um, or I'm like, hey, guys, I'm going on a date with this guy who turned out to be a butthead. Um, but I was like, what do you think? So I love that. I love that I can share with oh, my friends. I... And then I can see their profiles. Uh, okay, yes. <laughs> on I Tinder. also don't have a bio yeah. on Tinder. I love <laughs> it except for bio. I love it except for the fact that 
every time I'm like, oh, I got a notification. I wonder who sent me a message. It's like Carly sending me profiles. I'm like, hey. no one has sent me a message. <laughs> and then wouldn't it be kind of cool if there was something where like, you know how you've gone on dates with guys and you're like, you know what? You're great, but there's no chemistry. Yes. And you kind of call up the yeah. night or a couple dates and like, you're like, whatever. But you're like, you'd be really great for my friend. Mm-hmm. I almost wish there was something that there was like almost like an Uber rating or like Yelp rating where you could be like, you yes, know what? Total gentleman, this. not a creepo, no crazy mental health where I'm worried mm-hmm. I'm going to get chopped up into pieces. Yeah. Totally recommend this person. And then maybe it would actually act as marketing for more people to go on dates with them. Yes. I have said this yeah. before. Like, yeah. I don't know why this doesn't exist. Yeah. You've totally had this idea. I think there was like, I don't know, I think it was back in, like, 2014, um, there was, like, this rating. I forget the name of it, but a few of my friends in Oakville had it. And it was this website where you would, like, rate guys or rate girls. And I forget the name. I'm going to have to reach out to my cousin. But this was a thing, but because it was, like, just really mean, they had to take it down. So I think that there is, like, there's... There are a lot of like ethical things that they need to work out, but I do like that idea of just being like, were they authentic? Do they look like their yeah. pictures? Like, I think if they were, you know, like predetermined questions where people couldn't leave comments, you never know. Yeah, or you know when you, you know? go on a date yeah. from with someone from Hinge, or after a while Hinge will be like, have you met this person? Oh yeah. yeah. Like if there's like some way to prove that you actually went on the date with the person, and then so you, it's not just like someone who like hates this girl's ex boyfriend right. and is going and writing all the Imagine if it was like like you know Airbnb or couch surfing where like imagine if they had like a ninety nine percent approval rate. You're like, then why are you still single? Well, yeah, exactly. Right? It, it would kind of be interesting. So there, I guess there'd be a yes, balance, I would but love like it. be kind of nice to have a referral system. Like if you refer them to someone and they match, I, I don't know, they get like a prize, like or, I, yeah, I don't know. yeah. <laughs> money. You get, you get uh, ten free super legs or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which. Also, back to the bot thing, the super legs, we had this conversation yes. on Bumble. They're always these super hot guys, bots, 100% because I remember you're like, I never match with them. I don't even try um, because they're so good looking. But uh, And you never see them again. Yeah, because they're yeah, bots, baby. Yeah. They're bots. Right, and you can tell by the like the language if you match with them, you can break them. And so I remember asking like one of the developers I work with, I'm like, can you create my profile but make it, program it so that... I can be on every dating app and it res- respond to people. And as soon as there's like a couple back and forth, then I would intervene. Yeah, but it's almost idea. like mass, you know, applying for jobs. You would like have all the apps, the same profile, mm-hmm. and you would plug in your requirements, and it would just like talk to people and get that initial like, what do you do? Do you live downtown? All that crap out of the way, and then like shortlist people because yeah. you think about how much time that you take spending like having pen pals, and you hope you meet them, and then you meet them and you're disappointed, and you're like, how much time is this taking? I just look at, like, efficiency. Yeah, or time, I was you know? saying the other day, because you know how, like, you were saying married people are so fascinated by a single people's life. Um, we're, I was saying, I'm like, I would like to hire, like, one of my married friends to just do all the swiping for me, you know. Here's my requirements. You narrow it down. Here's my open calendar. Schedule the dates in for me. Like, that would be, like, the ideal world for me. A personal <laughs> assistant that arranges my dates. So, it was interesting. So, one of my married friends, she's really funny. She and one of my best friends, I love her to death, and she's going to laugh when I tell the story, but um, she and her husband met in high school. They're, like, one of those rare couples that, like, literally have, like, couple goals, like, mm-hmm. literally healthy relationship, beautiful family, all the stuff, and they're, like, how hard is this? Like, imagine if you were, like, unemployed with a job. You're, like, relationship unemployed. Like, go out there. You can't just be, like, unemployed and not bringing in money. You'd have to go out there and, like, feed yourself. The same with a relationship. And I'm, yeah. like, okay. So they're, like, why don't you try a month where you don't go online and you just meet people in person? Like, mm-hmm. novel idea. So I, I tried it, and I had two big experiments, and both failed, like, miserably, but they were 
worth mentioning because it was interesting. So one, I go to the same Starbucks every morning and I thought, okay, if we were back in like the olden days and you're at the general store, you'd have to talk to people. And I just started smiling at people. But how often are you, imagine being in line in the morning and you're like, oh, this, it sucks. It's snowing. I'm like cold. I'm wet. I have to pay $4 for a latte, whatever. Mm-hmm. And someone turned around and just smiled at you. Chances are you'd smile back at them because it's like permission to smile yeah. back. And you're not going to sit there and scowl at them because they probably look at you weird and you feel bad. <laughs> yeah. So I started smiling at this guy, smiled back. And I'm like, oh, he's friendly. He's really, he's kind of cute. So I was in front of him in line, turned back around, I paid for his coffee. And so then I made sure I got a latte and over clover press because it takes like five minutes. And I waited and I saw his face and I paid for his coffee. He was so happy. He looked around and the, bar- the barista's like, oh, that woman paid. He came over. He was super nice. And he's like, you know, if I was single, this would have been like a perfect Aww. moment. And I'm like, of course. Yeah. But he was so nice. And he's like, yeah. but he took like, my good number. For you. And he's like, I have a friend for you. Mm-hmm. And I ended up going on a date with this guy. There's no chemistry. But I'm like, okay. I love cool. that. Yeah. Very love right? Because think about it. Dog. So the lesson learned from here is that even yes. if, I'm like, even if there's no chemistry with that person, everyone else is watching the interaction. And he was like, what a nice gesture enough. Because yeah, we were chatting that's so sweet. And so, I like that. um, our mutual friend Katie <laughs> told me about like how this guy she dated from yoga class and how she once dated her yoga teacher. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, how does this happen? Like, I go to yoga, nobody talks to me. Like, it's like I'm there to do yoga and I eat. And I'm like, okay. So, um, the other night I go to yoga and I'm like, I'm gonna put my mat beside the one guy that's in the class because I don't even know what he looks like. But hey, you know what? I'm gonna be bold this class. Put the mat beside. I go get my props. I'm sitting on my mat, and I, all of a sudden I hear him go, "Hey!" Like he's like whispering because everyone's quiet. And I'm like, "Oh, he's talking to me. This works." Like Katie's right, and I like look over. He's like, "You work on the social media team at like such and such place." I'm like, "Yeah," and I realize I work with him, <laughs> and I'm like, "I don't, I don't, I don't think he is into girls." But I was like, "This would happen." Yes, of oh. course. But the thing is, if other guys in the class saw that. And they were like, wow, if I talk to her, she's mm-hmm. going to be nice. She won't reject me. And this is the thing. Like, you know I have mean two brothers, yoga. and they're always like, you know what? Maybe it's not that guy, but all the other guys are watching. So, Charlotte, what have you found to be the biggest challenge when it comes to dating? I'd say if you asked me this question like five years ago, the answer would be different. I think it's that everyone's online, and mm-hmm. you don't know. I'm someone I'm like to know who my competition is. <laughs> it's a <laughs> psycho, but... You like to know because I always think I'm presenting the best version of myself. I like don't I post like very real realistic pictures. I post pictures if I'm dating online of like me coming from the gym, me all dressed up, but it's like here's what you'd expect to see if we met for coffee. I'm not gonna be in a ball gown mm-hmm. or in like this sexy like outfit. I'm gonna be just <laughs> this is what I look like, like when I'm sitting here, you know, with my head on hair on top of my head and pineapple. Um <laughs> but I think it's that everyone has, you know, 35 up, everyone has baggage, everyone has like their demons, people have been hurt and um, they're coming and I think to get people that are aligned with your values, you're trying to accelerate a conversation and relationship really quickly mm-hmm. and that becomes really tough because you don't want to come across as desperate or crazy, which I hate that when people say that, or just yeah, honest yeah. because then you're too intense. You're trying to like play like what type of character does this guy want me to be but I want to be myself and I but I want to see him again mm-hmm. so it's this finding con- that balance yeah and so I find for me it's that online dating is one channel but I'm really trying now to make more genuine connections and if I see someone who's attractive and I'm in public 
how do I talk to them? Mm-hmm. But without being creepy, right? And yeah, so, yeah like, how we're so you, not used to it. Right, like natural, like how you naturally meet people before there was online dating and just really just going out and forcing myself when really you just want to bail all the time. Yeah. Because you hate the thought of like another interview. Like mm-hmm. that's what it feels like. And when you're in a circle where you're, all of your friends are married and they're having young families and they look at you like, what's wrong with you? And you're like, nothing. I just haven't met someone and I refuse to just pick a warm body. Yeah, anyone, yeah. Right, so it's fine. It's hard to find something genuine and real because I've met guys that are, like, amazing and they know when you get to an age, they make a judgment <laughs> that, like, this person just really would like to pick someone. This person is trying mm-hmm. to check a list off. And so I've met guys that, like, you're a couple dates in and you're literally like, this is the person. I just would love to see you. Like, forget all the getting married and all that stuff. It's just, like, I actually enjoy your company. And they're yeah. like, well... I'm in something complicated. Well, I'm still living with my wife, but it's over. And it's like yeah, this yeah. whole thing. And I'm like, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe that's life. Maybe you just have to roll roll with it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the yeah. best answer is. I'm like, maybe my standards are too high or just maybe I just haven't met the person. Mm-hmm. It's hard. That is really hard. Well, you still have us. So yes. I am you guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure your, your circle of married friends, I'm sure are lovely, but... Welcome to our group. I mean, I can be the elder um, millennial, right? In the group. Oh also, I love that term, elder millennial. Yeah, when you I've said never that, heard it I'm like, you. I'm going to okay. pen that. And, uh, so it's yeah. not my term. I have to be honest. There's okay. this really famous comedian. She's coming to Toronto, and I can't wait to see her. Her name is Eliza Schlesinger. Oh, I know Eliza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. And she has a, skip, a sketch, and I literally watched it, and I'm like, that is me. I'm the elder millennial in the group. Okay. Wait, we'll have to I think I've it. actually, I've definitely watched her special. Yes. Yes. It's, she's she's coming to Toronto in May. May 25th. Oh, no, she is so funny. She does this skit about like, like girlfriends and she's had the dolphin Stop. and she's like, yes. 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 She makes that yeah. She's amazing. Oh, and she's so what funny. I like about her is that she was single for a long time long long time and all her earlier sketches you watch it and you're like yes this is even before social media this stuff like mm-hmm. people have the same problems yeah right. yeah yeah and she's a babe show so woo, woo. maybe i'll come with you we'll yes. see yeah well, hey. um okay so i want to ask a question um what has been your craziest date so far and i'm sure you have many so toss one toss two okay <laughs> oh my gosh People, okay, and I hate the word crazy because everyone has their own craziness, but, like, I'd say the most complex person I've ever met has been, <laughs> okay, so it was when um, I was working near Young and Adelaide, and Deneen is, like, a big place to go to get coffee because you kind of escape work a little bit longer because they're really slow there. And sorry for the people, Deneen, <laughs> but you've got to learn how to make coffee faster. It takes 20 minutes for an Americano. Like, come on. <laughs> and I remember going in. It was around Thanksgiving. And I had a really cute outfit on. And I remember I, it was one of my social detox months. And I went in and I was at the corner of the bar. And there was a really attractive guy. I remember he had like, what do you call them, veneers? But they were, he was still attractive. Like perfect Ooh. teeth. Like mm. California, like hair. Like I just remember being like, oh. I could picture us <laughs> drinking wine on a patio. And yeah, yeah. Over. And I kind of smiled at him and I winked. And I never do that. Mm-hmm. And he winked back. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I looked around. <laughs> You're like, that and I'm like, is it me? Is it like me? <laughs> And he came walking over, and he had his, like, jacket on his shoulder, and I'm literally like this, blushing, looking down, and the barista's is like, you're in trouble. He was so <laughs> And I remember just having this pit in my stomach. I'm like, I could sleep with this person. Like, right, we're going to the bathroom right now. And I'm like, don't, don't, don't do that. And I'm, like, sitting there. And he came over, and we were chatting, and we sat down, and I, I'm like, I have a client meeting, and he's like, no, 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 you're going to stay and have coffee. And I just remember looking at him like, this is 
what Disney princesses feel like. <laughs> Literally, you ever get the feeling it's like animal traction? Like, you're like, this is not even like real. Who is this person? And like, he was like talking about like Spain and art galleries and like how he wanted to invest in Regent Park and gentrify the community. I remember thinking, like, oh my gosh, I'm like blushing. Even blushing now talking about him. Meanwhile, it's, Charlotte's like slipping off her seat. <laughs> like, literally, <laughs> I'm, like, literally sliding off, like, really out of the side of my chin. I think I messaged Katie and I'm like, and she's like, how many potatoes? I'm like, I don't know. It's really to tell. Like, literally, anyways, having this conversation. And so we, we went on a date. He took me out to Patria. We had a tasting menu. Ooh. Then he took me out to this other restaurant. I don't even know what it's called. It was up near um, Casa Loma. Mm. And then all I know is their pies are like 50 bucks. Scaramouche. Mm. And we went there and had this private thing overlooking the city. I was like in this white sparkling dress. Like, I'll never forget it. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is what magic is like. This is what people talk about falling in love. And I remembered slow dancing and he's like, hey, I have to tell you something. I'm like, what? Did you buy me a trip away? That's literally I said. And he's like, no, it's complicated. I'm like, what? He's like, I live in Oakville. I'm like, okay. And he's like, I drive a RAV4. I'm like, okay. And then I literally stopped and my blood went cold. I'm like, who lives in Oakville and drives a RAV4 and comes into Toronto all the time? And you guys are all looking at me with blank faces. This is a married man, yeah. okay? So I went, and I'm like, oh, interesting. And I'm like, I think I left my boots in your car. And he's like, let me hear it. I'm like, I'll go get it. And I look in the back, and I open up the trunk like a crazy person, and there's, like, a kid's, like, bib and all this stuff. Car seat. Like, oh, my gosh. And I went up, and he's like, well, it's complicated with my ex-wife, but, like, she took the kids away, and they're in Palestine, and you know that there's conflict there. You did peace and conflict studies. Like, you know what the oh. word's like. And I'm like, but I literally was like, yeah, you're right. I know it's complicated, you poor thing. And he's like, you know, I'm looking for, you know, I need to send money back to them. And, you know, you oh understand God. it. Like, a family's plight. Like, you used to, like, work at a charity with children. And I'm like, okay. And I'm literally in this, like, picture. We're having this, like, beautiful dinner, dancing the night away under the stars. And I'm like literally in this trance and he's like, you know, so she sometimes comes and, and stays and I have to iron things. And, you know, so she's in the room ne- next door. But if we ever dated, like it wouldn't be oh awkward. She respect our space. No. And I'm literally sitting there and all of a sudden I had my parents flashing in with like a big X. Like, you know, that <laughs> yeah. Oh my Crazy. God. So literally I'm like, I think I'm like, this person's not well. I'm like, you know what? I'm not feeling well. Like the scallops, the seared scallops are really hurting my tummy. Can we go home? So he goes to drive me home. And he's like, he comes in. And my concierge, I've lived in my building for almost six years, has seen all these crazy people drive me off. <laughs> and then the, like the week before was some guy that I had like ended things with because he came in with a top hat and he like twirled his cane around like, <laughs> in, in a monster truck. That's like a totally different story. <laughs> so he was like, and he like stands up to wait because he has to buzz me in to get upstairs. And this guy comes in and he goes, but I bought you a present. And like, you know, so we can call it. And I'm like, okay, I like presents. Like who doesn't like presents? Like day three or whatever. Yeah. And he opens it up and it's like this like locket and like necklace. And he's like, now we can go study. I'm like, you know, I think you need to sort your family affairs out and stuff. And he's like, please take it. Let me put it on. And I'm like, no, I don't want it. No, I don't want it. The concierge is like, I'll I'll take it. I'm like, no, no. So he goes to put it on. And I'm like so uncomfortable. And he's like, well, now I need to come up and have tea. And I'm like, no, no, it's great. He takes the locket, rips it off my neck. And I'm like, "Uh, that's from Tiffany's. I kind of want it. And he's like, you guys are crazy. You're a fucking bitch. Blah, 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 blah. This is why you're fucking single. You're going to die. You're going to be a witch alone. I bet you have cats upstairs. And he like went running out. And I'm like in my dress. And the concierge is like, I need to work the night shift all the time. And I'm just like crazy. And then I literally went upstairs. And I'm like, 
like, like, what do you do? So I message friends and they're like, this is why you have to screen people. You need us to manage your online stuff. And like a week later, he's like, well, you didn't even meet him online. Yeah, I know. I'm like, but I met him at Deneen. I met him at Deneen. And so like a week later, he messaged, he's like, I got divorced and I gave my children away and they're shipped overseas (laughs) and stuff. And he's like, I sold my house to Oakville. And I'm like, I think it's best that, you know, you're so lovely. I think I think I met someone else and I think it's progressed and my line is, oh, it's so bad. I, I won't use it anymore. So this is the last, the last time we use it. I'm like, it's progressed to the point where I think it'd be unfair if we saw each other anymore with someone else. Hold on. I'm writing it down. So this is what I say. I say, you know, just you're, really, never made I said, you're really wonderful, but I'm seeing someone else, and it's progressed with that person to a point that it'd be unfair to see you anymore. Which, I love that. I mean, it's right? Like, yeah. Right? Yeah. No, it is respectful. No, I, I like it. people. Yeah. And he's like, progressed? What does that mean? Like, tell me in details. And so I'm like, I just like delete, block, done. Wow, that like story just went in so many different turns. I just was not. Oh my god, that poor Tiffany's necklace. I know. I'm like, guys, uh, I can't pawn that off. Charlotte's poor fucking neck. <laughs> like, wait, like, guys, the children. <laughs> <laughs> like, but wait, the children. You know I, my position on children. <laughs> Ship them. I don't. I, wherever. I don't here's care. Here's the craziest thing, guys. Okay, so this is like six months ago or four months ago. Yeah, four months ago, I like switched jobs, and so I said goodbye to my people. Denine, that can't make coffee. Fast. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, and, like, I had, like, a baseball cap on, drinking. They have, like, this corner booth that's kind of hidden. And I'm seeing him, and he's down there, and he winked at someone. He's doing the same shit. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And so so I I totally went over. I'm like, screw this. I'm going to go over. And I'm like, hey. Hey, friend. He's like, I'm sorry. Have we met before? Oh, and I was like, my oh, God. Oh, my gosh. And he's like, excuse me, this crazy woman is harassing me. <laughs> and I'm like, I said to people, Denise, you know, one, I'm not crazy. Two, it's going to be Bell Bell Let's Talk in a couple months. You're not allowed to stay crazy. It's yeah. not cool. And I said to the woman, be careful. He has, like, kids in Palestine or there's, like, some war or something. And he has a rap war and don't let him take you to Castle Blah, blah. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Do not eat the fucking seared And scallops. she looked at me and she looked at me like, Oh my gosh! I'm like, and I'm not an ex-wife. I'm not even an ex-girlfriend. Just a concerned citizen. The end. Oh, Charlotte. My God. My mind is like fucking blown. Like, like if I if these weren't so expensive, these mics, I would throw them on the ground. There's so many stories like this, so I've started to write them all down because I feel like it's like a therapeutic chicken for like the single soul. Yeah. Yeah. And I just feel like there's a lesson because although that's an extreme example, when you see elements of stuff like that. You run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you enjoy the free dinner and drink a lot of expensive wine, and then you run. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness. So, no. like, this is what happens when you wink at guys in public. No, <laughs> Just stick to I'm kidding. Like but, I mean, like, props to you for, like, winking at some random man across the bar. I mean, it didn't work in your favor, no. but, like, I mean, I wouldn't have the balls to do it. But now she has a great story. That, too. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, I mean, you should write a book. Story. I, so, so that's the thing I started writing, like there's this, so all the stories, I've been online dating for like a while. And so it started out where I, it was like a funny gas thing with friends and that, and it was never to like put down people because I met a lot of great guys and you know, there's no, either no chemistry or we go our separate ways. But I'm like, I think a lot of people, if you've been in a long-term relationship, you kind of miss that online dating window. So Mm -hmm. when you try to tell people that haven't dated online, they, they, they don't get it. Married people are like, well... You're, you're just being picky. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. no. Or like you're doing that wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You don't know. <laughs> so then I decided, I'm like, it's not even about going and like making fun of people and like we're kind of laughing a little bit, but 
how do you, you know, give people insight into how hard it is, but our world's change, how we're communicating is different. Mm-hmm. And so I thought what I want to do is write all these stories. I have a whole bunch of friends that have like their own stories. Some are crazy, some are funny, whatever. And we wanted to write, so we were writing this book. I've written the forward for it called, you know, Stories from the Hive, an online, you know, dating guide to the galaxy or something. Love it, yeah. And we want the profits to actually go to those groups that help protect women who get into really dangerous situations online. Um, but a lot of the stories were like reliving stuff and we're like, oh my gosh, remember when there's lava life? We went on and we'd have to pay because the guys had to buy flames to talk to you. <laughs> remember? Yeah, I could, I completely forgot about lava life. I didn't. I, used to, like, I never used it, but I like so. I, I went like I had like sleepovers with my girlfriends, and we would like call in as yeah. a joke and like just like to talk oh, yeah. to people, and, like, leave voice messages. Yes, we totally did that. And like the Toronto Star used to have voice boxes. There was no texting, so you would call, and there'd be a mailbox. You leave a message, so you'd see a yes. write up, and you would call in. So when my friends and I were like in university, we were at first year of U of T. We weren't even nineteen yet. I can't think about this. We were like, oh, we're gonna be single forever. Fast forward like half a life later, <laughs> like still single. <laughs> I used to call in and see these guys, like, well-groomed, you know, 25-year-old, you know, has his life together. And we'd call me messages. And we're like, hi, we're at University of Toronto, like, the Harvard of the North. <laughs> and we'd love to meet you and take you out for, like, coffee or, like, their student night at O'Grady's. <laughs> I just remember that. And you're like, oh, my gosh, no one called us back. But that's how you used to, like, and I think yeah. about that. I'm like, wow, okay, it's changed. Yeah, it's changed, but, like. I don't know if it's for the better or what. We're all still single, so <laughs> I don't know. But fabulous. That's awesome, though. So when yeah. do you, like, predict this book that you're writing will one day be in so, our hands? So the whole thing is when you write books, you want it done as fast as possible. So some of it is, like, procuring the stories. Mm-hmm. And so there's, like, different voices. So I have a bunch of friends who want to contribute, but also protecting the people. Like, you're yeah. picky, the things we're doing it to not like put anyone out there again but there's some stories we think just have to be shared where Mm -hmm. there's like the good the bad the ugly and the undecided essentially yeah um so we're looking at later this year to publish it that's so wow so yeah it's like there's a good number of the outlines done the first couple chapters are done but think about short stories that are quick you can read yeah like a choose your adventure you can flip to the back you can read the beginning i'm so excited i feel like you think of an audiobook podcast where we just read I would be into that. <laughs> Me too. I love it. Yeah. Stories from the high. All right. So now it's time for uh, everyone's favorite segment. We've done it like twice. Um, <laughs> it's called, he said what? I still haven't recorded like a little like blip to go there, but a song. one day. Yeah. Like a little song, a <laughs> little jingle. Um, anyway. So he said what? So obviously these are things that um, a guy has said to us in real life on a dating app um, that just kind of like either blew us out of the water and it was just <laughs> so out there um, or something really weird, creepy, whatever. So who wants to go first? Lauren. I do. It's just like waving her hand. Okay. So I had this guy on Bumble, and his profile said, we'll probably never go to prison, and then in brackets, again. So I thought it was just a joke. <laughs> and then I, so my opening line was, like, need the prison prison story for the first time, like, ha, 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 kind of thing. And uh, I was like, he's like, I'm a, and then I said, I'm kind of hoping there isn't one. And he said, just held up a Quiznos, nothing serious. But like, it's like, no LOLs. Well, at least he's no honest. Yeah, but I'm like, is this a, like, I can't tell, like, you don't know people's sense of humor in text messages, so I'm like, I'm like, is that a true story, LOL? <laughs> he's like, depends whose story you choose to believe. What's the worst crime you've ever committed? I'm like, uh, 
done. <laughs> I still never know. I, I eventually um, unmatched him because yeah, I just like didn't really get his sense of humor and didn't know if he was being humorous or he'd actually held up a Quiznos. Quiznos does. Aim and hide. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's $5 Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go Um, next. um, This guy messaged me on Hinge. And, like, I have, like, a very unique name, so I understand if people can't pronounce it right, or I've got tons of nicknames, like, throughout my life, like, people have just, I've got, I've, I've heard it all, almost all. Um, this guy goes, have you ever had a dude try to do a pun with your name and anal? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> did you respond? Um, I did respond. I just, like, laughed, and I was like... That's funnier the second time you think about it. It's funnier. I just laughed, and I was like, no, haven't heard that one before, but... And that was the end of that. Yeah, this isn't going anywhere. <laughs> nice opener. Like, you tried. You saw the shot. Yeah. 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 testing. Yeah. Carly, what about you? Oh, I'm trying to find it. So, guys, I'm really good at this podcast. Um, well, You just have so many ridiculous opening lines. Well, I actually sent it to you girls, so I'm, like, scrolling through our podcast chat um, right now. But it was about that guy who's talking about the butt stuff. Where is it? Okay, so um, the other day uh, I matched with this guy on Tinder and he responded immediately after we matched and he's like hi can i eat your ass <laughs> and i think at this point i reached out to you guys and like i can't believe this is happening again like what are other guys remember the guy was like i want to blow a load in your ass like yeah. everyone's obsessed with my ass i don't have an ass i have a bleg which means my back <laughs> my butt no my back and my butt and my leg are all one it's just like a bleg like i'll show you later um you know you know that meme that's like it's been a long ass day and there's like a picture with like a very long flat ass that's actually me Okay, so anyway, David, can I eat your ass? And I was like, girls, what do I say? Lauren was like, message him back. And I was like, ugh. So I said, ass, absolutely. Um, (laughs) And he's like, lol, I see what you did there, but really, can I? Lol. And I was like, no judgment, but has that line ever worked for you? And he's like, you'd be surprised, but that's not really, really the point. I know you'd love it. And then he was like, how can I convince you otherwise? And I was just like, honestly, not for me, dude, but like, best of luck on your ask, like, ask, uh, best of luck on your ass quest. And that's what I said to him. <laughs> and then like, he um, unmatched me, which is fine because, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we were, you, I think were, I you were only it, responding for. I think I made it pretty clear in like episode one or two that I only eat ass when I'm in love and I haven't been in love so <laughs> that's not happening fair it's totally fair oh my god um Charlotte do you have one? Oh my gosh okay so I'm the worst I used to work in media but I'm like a pioneer at home I have like nothing I got a tv everyone laughs at me like it is like little house in the prairie because I have no technology in my house I don't I've never had cable I didn't even know who was in the Super Bowl. Like, I have no idea what's going on outside of, like, like Netflix, right? I'm like, whatever. I run it all day. So, um, so I I don't watch TV. Like, I have Mm -hmm. no idea what's going on. So, this guy messaged me, tall, good-looking, like, dark hair, bright blue eyes. Like, literally look like Prince Eric, like, (laughs) Rian. And the first line was, like, do you watch The Handmaid's Tale? And I'm like... I don't even know what that is. I'm like, no, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I do. And I just lied. I'm like, yes. yes yeah, I yeah, do. yeah. And he's like, wouldn't it be hot if we were like in the Handmaid's Tale? Yeah. And like, you were like, 
like he lifted off some name and that I later found out was like the girl that they like impregnate to like carry oh. on the kingdom and abduct. <laughs> yeah. Dude. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, this is interesting. He's like, so I have like a whole group of people and we get together and we dress up on the weekend and like we <laughs> so used to work in films. So like, I think it'd be kind of hot. And he goes, you with a cloak. And I'm like, literally it was like dot, dot, dot. And, and I'm like, do I continue this? Do I really want, is this like Mad Libs? And I'm like, you in a cloak? And I'm like, is really fucking weird? And then he kept going on and I would, he would put dot, dot, dot. So I just kept put, like completing it. And I'm like, Love it. it was so crazy. And I'm like, what have I done in this past world? Like that I'm like meeting gremlins and I'm like, what's going on? And I'm like, who's this weirdo? And it's, it was so deceiving. And I'm like, I asked a friend of mine who actually worked on the Handmaid's Tale and she's like, did the guy have dark hair and dark blue, like blue eyes? I'm like, is he a psycho? Is he in jail? Is he weird? Like, and she's like, oh, he used to come and stalk the set. Was the no. Of he's got like some yeah. like kinky like, fetish. fetish thing. And like, then I saw him again and he's the Handmaid's Tale guy. Stay away. He looks like Prince Eric. It is not Prince Eric. I would have been like, you know, I have a tail. I can whip out one of those tails for you. You know, the swimming workout things. But like, no, I cannot put on a cloak and come in like your little commune and pretend to be a concubine. Like that is just like really a weird first date. That's okay. really weird. And he had no indication, no masks, nothing weird in his profile that would indicate. It was like through a normal conversation. That's so, de- and especially since you didn't know what Hammond's tail really was. No, I, it I makes went it, on and I lied. It makes it and, like, even sure like can... creepier. Like, yeah. Oh my god. That is very freaky. Um, I just want to kind of like do something crazy this week and say, hey Mike, what's the craziest thing that she said? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but like... Can you think of something off the top of your head? No, I don't go out with crazy people. Well, we don't either. (laughs) We never went out with any of these people. (laughs) They just surfaced. No, They came to us. They found us. I I haven't been on that many dates I've come across anything like that. Well, or Mike, you're not dating them. Maybe you should try 30 I'm not. Dates, Mike. I'm not. <laughs> so no one's ever written anything that's been like, ooh, eat my butt. No. No. <laughs> okay, just Nothing. wondering. I was hoping for like some like juicy gossip from like the other side. The other side? Not, uh, not all on right. this one. No. Got to work on that. Not on a date. Got to start attracting no. some freaks. <laughs> yeah, write some stuff in your profile that's yeah. like a little bit off, you know. Mention the swords in your apartment. And you'll get a lot of, like, freaks. Just kidding. Okay, guys. Well, we are reaching the end of another episode. We are so happy that Charlotte came and joined us today on my living room floor. Thanks, guys. Um, Our studio. How dare you? Uh, (laughs) Let's be honest. You probably heard a few sirens in the background (laughs) through this podcast. Makes it authentic. Yeah. I mean, we can't drink wine in studios. We can't, no. So. That's true. We're sticking to the living room floor for now. Plus it's Drake's studio. Uh, yeah. Not that I've been in Drake's studio. I mean, so like, do you I'd have like some hookups? Oh, are they dropping <laughs> No, I'd love to. <laughs> Drake. No, I know Drake. Drake's name. So guys, I actually secretly messaged Drake on Instagram. It's kind of embarrassing. And whoever his PR people or him are, they always read the message mm-hmm. and they never respond. Well, and I'm mad. like, yes. And guys, it's my dream to like go on a date with Drake. He actually made out with a friend of mine when they were in grade eight, and she and he said to her, "This is your chance. I'm going to be a star." And she's like, "I can't." At, that, like at that point, and was he? At she's that right. point, was he wheelchair he was Drake? He was on Degrassi. Ooh, Jimmy, Jimmy, wheelchair Jimmy. So, anyways, Drake, if you're out there, I'm messaging you on Instagram right back. That's so funny. Okay, well, I mean, we. I feel like Charlotte has so many more stories to give us, and we are going to have her back on at some mm-hmm. point. Um, so thank you for listening. 
if you haven't shut this off by now. <laughs> I feel like we say that every week, but honestly, like you just took an hour of your day to listen to us and we are forever grateful for that. So thank you and goodbye. Bye guys. Bye. <laughs> hey guys, don't forget to follow us on social media at Somebody Date Us and make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode.